1: Great to be back with you, folks. Sorry about the laughing going on, but Stephanie's been saying some weird things to me in the background here. And, uh, no, actually, it was me. But uh, if I I say her name, it makes me feel better. But now that we're in the book of Proverbs, on the ninth proverb, I probably owe you guys better than that. But uh, happy Tuesday to you. We're cruising along with me, as always, is my friend Stephanie. And, uh, Stephanie, what's happening?
2: Well, I'm trying to currently recover from the trauma you just put me through prior to hitting pressing record.
1: Yeah, I did. I, I laid some trauma on her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing okay.
2: Other
1: than that. So, yeah. So folks, it's December. I don't know where you're at right now in life, but you know, give a gift to God this year, make it about, give them a little more time. I don't know. Squeeze some time in there. Squeeze some Bible reading in there. Squeeze some Bible listening in there. I know you've already squeezed this Bible Uh, podcast into you, and we're pretty happy about that and thrilled that you let us be part of your community with that. And I know there's a lot of Christmas shopping going on, Christmas wrapping going Mm -hmm. on. The mail is all messed up. So if you're mailing gifts, Mm -hmm. get them out. I don't trust the mail. And, you know, I just want to say this, all right, because you folks need to know, if you work for FedEx, uh, you need to get right, man. Uh, They're leaving my boxes a half mile up the road. My neighbor's boxes are on my steps. Come on, man. You could do better than that. (laughs) I mean, that's your only job It's find the address. I know it's an important job. I mean, you're carrying (laughs) medicines and gifts and lotions and all that good stuff. So, you know, (laughs) leave it in the right place already. And uh, that's just kind of bumming me out, you know. And you people Mm -hmm. who deliver stuff in Warsaw, every time I send Stephanie or her kids a birthday present, it takes like three extra days. So if you work... I'm sick of that. You know, I buy something on a Thursday. It should get there on Saturday. Not Tuesday. Come on, folks. If you're a step out and do your job. Man, I just want to say that, you know, prime two-day delivery means two days. And uh, I don't know how I got off on all that, but it wasn't a good place to be. And God forgive me for that. And those of you who do make deliveries, hey, I love you, man. I always give you a bottle of water. Hey, why are you laughing? I'm trying to make good with this now. And uh, somebody just delivered a new Heart shirt to me. Their shirts are right with God. I'm going to tell you that right now. Carhartt, you may think that just for cowboys in Wyoming. I mean, Liberty's husband, he's going to have a whole barrel full of them when she gets married. But anyway, those shirts are right with God. And that whole Hensley, you know, quarter button shirt, there, that thing's right with God. So if you're looking to buy your husband or sweetheart or... Why something that's going to last forever? Get a Carhartt shirt. I know it's country. They'll get over it. All right. So what we always do at this point is we always share with you. You might be a knucklehead, and I take everything. Listen, if you're a delivery driver, I honestly, I'm very sorry about that. I Please accept my forgiveness. And if you stop at my house, if my name's on the package, don't spit on it. Don't step on it. I got cameras now, so don't do that. All right. So here we are. So you might be a knuckle. We do two things. We you might be a knucklehead if, and we also do the knucklehead moment, and we also do things to say or not do. And Stephanie keeps on changing these things. You know, she's got this whole positive aura of jujuness going on now, where everything's going to be upbeat and forward, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm still there at the negative side. But anyway, you might be a knucklehead. Somebody has had the
2: positive.
1: There's got to be one. There's a positive negative on every battery. You're right. And, uh, but you might be a knucklehead. If you tell somebody this, now think about this, Stephanie. I know you must've heard this before. I heard this from the first shrink I ever talked to in the United States army. You're a survivor. So quit being a victim. Don't you love that when people say that to you?
2: Yeah.
1: It makes you feel real cozy inside. It makes me want to puke. And I'm talking about the kind of puke that burns your throat for two days. You know, you got that taste in your mouth. It's got that burn to it. Don't be telling. You might be a knucklehead if you say that. Listen, folks, uh, we know they're a survivor. Love on them, man. Here I am on the Stephanie Juju positive side. Love on them. Care for them. Look out for them. Take care of them. And stop calling people, telling people they're acting like a victim. Help them be a victor. You know, that's what it's all about. You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, you put your left foot in, and you shake it all about. Do the hokey pokey. How, what does that have to do with being a victor? I don't know, but it just came to my mind. And
2: Wow, that was very random. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. man. Did you ever do that, put your left foot in? Put your left Doug, foot out? I am the
2: most. Uncoordinated, I mean, I think I could actually like maybe, maybe dance now without killing myself, but I am the most uncoordinated person. She is uncoordinated, uh, but you know who's worse like,
1: than she is? Me, I'm just I did her.
2: not break my husband's toe, so yes, I broke my
1: wife's toe, that's what she's getting at. We were dancing in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it was crazy, but anyway, I broke her toe and it just went completely sideways. 90 degrees. It was that little toe. <laughs> What is it? This little toe, toe went to market? I think it was the toe that went to market. <laughs> anyway, that toe went 90 degrees out. And uh, and I yeah, told her, just throw Uh-oh. it back in place, tape it to the other one. There's nothing anyone could do. Please but
2: tell me she slapped you.
1: She made me take her to the doctor.
2: Shock of shock.
1: I took her to the doctor. The doctor pulled it straight and taped it to the other one and said it was nothing he could do. But anyway... I didn't do that purposely. I felt really bad about that. I broke her toe, and man, until you break your wife's toe, that's a pretty bad thing. It's it's not as bad as breaking her heart, but it's a pretty bad thing. I want you. I felt terrible about that. I'd, you know, I for like a month I saw her taping that toe and putting ice on it, man. and uh, I felt bad about that. It was a it was a bad feeling, and uh, but and, and then. So it gets worse. I got to tell you the rest of the story. I, I don't, I don't, I feel like these people, not only are they part of our community, you know, their family, Stephanie, and I feel like I got to tell them the rest of the story.
2: Okay. It'll make you feel better.
1: That toe started pop out all the time for like 20 years. You know, if she stubbed her toe, that thing, it had a 90 degree angle to it. It's great. And the pain would start all over again. I'd feel bad about it. And I'd run over and pull it straight and get her a bag of ice and tape it to the other toe. And this kept on going on. And then the toe started being painful. This was the gift that kept on giving. And so finally, finally, they operated on her and ground down part of that toe. It just moves around freely now. It it goes out 90 degrees and just bounces right back. Boom! It goes right back. So... I don't know how we got going on that coordination. Stephanie's not coordinated. I'm worse. I broke Debbie's toe, but
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't tell people they're a survivor. Stop acting like a victim, love people, care for them, especially during this Christmas season. So not only as you might be a knucklehead. If you do that, you don't say, or do that to people, Stephanie, we've been going through Proverbs chapter nine and, and I'm telling you, man, God has got a grip on my heart as we go through this and, In verse number 13, it says, A foolish woman is clamorous. I can't wait for you to tell us about this verse. She is simple and knoweth nothing. And Stephanie's not a foolish woman, but she knows these verses. I promise you that. For she sitteth at the door of her house on a seat in a high places of the city to call passengers who go night on their ways. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten to the secret is pleasant. But he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that her guests are the depths of hell. And, and folks, Stephanie and I were talking about this, and we just went through this, and Proverbs 7 and 8, really talking about you know, the, the tramps and the tramp mongers and things like that. We're just going to take a few minutes to talk about this, but I want to stop right at that first verse, Stephanie, just help us to grasp that, that word clamorous. When you hear that word clamorous, what comes to your mind?
2: Well, when I think of the word clamorous, I think of someone who um, is noisy. This, this foolish woman has a noisy soul. This woman's heart is in turmoil. Because she's a fool. She's away from God. She's um I would say when it says that she's simple and knoweth nothing, she's made a choice to be stupid on purpose, if I can use that term.
1: Yeah. Um, I like the word and, stupid. Yeah. It's it. Fits.
2: Well, I don't. I don't like that word, but when I look at this this woman is clamorous, she's noisy. She has a noisy soul because she is not at peace with God. And She's loud, she's boisterous, she has to be the center of attention. Um, she's unpleasant. Has to her yeah. way. Yes, and that kind of woman is unpleasant. And um, this woman has no fear of God and she has no respect for, for how do I put this? Um, she's put herself, it says that she um, sitteth at the door of her house in honesty in the high places of the city. In other words, she wants people to notice her the way she dresses the way she acts and um she wants to be the center of attention and she wants to be the one that everybody looks to as the one who knows everything when in reality she's simple and foolish and so um i see a woman here whose whose soul is noisy because she does not know who god really is
1: that's it and and i i want to preface what I'm going to say or this whole section by saying, listen, all of us, all of us have needs, wants, and desires, and all of us have choices we have to make. We all have, uh, I guess free will would be the best way of saying it, Stephanie, with so many things in life. But when you've been, when you are a blood bought Christian, You know, when you have accepted Jesus Christ, you you live a different life. You don't capitalize (laughs) or cash in on these feelings or, you know, this whole, we live in a very promiscuous society today. You know, we have TV commercials that say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We have, uh, there's websites available a short while ago. I, I, I won't even tell you the name of the website if I remembered it, but I don't. But there was a website a few years ago, Stephanie, in the news Uh, This was probably 2016, 17, somewhere in there, but the news blotted out that this particular website is a website for somebody who wants to cheat on their husband or wife. They go out there, sign up, write down what they're looking for, say where they can meet, where they're from, and other people, and they set up these rendezvous at hotels and in different places like that. And, you know, this is, and they say risk-free at that time. I remember part of the headline was, this is risk-free. This is just for Mm. meeting those needs we have. And, and you know what happened? Somebody released the email address of every member of that website. Mm. As far as we know, there were at least five pastors and two Bible college presidents that committed suicide. And that doesn't mention everybody else. At some point, there, there were lawsuits made. At some point, they claimed there were 60 suicides over that being released. Um, you know, your sin will find you out. And yeah. And, you know, it's never free. It's, it's not that easy where you can sign up and say, you know, I'm looking for somebody like this to meet me at the Holiday Inn, Three Towns. Folks, that's just sheer evil. And, yeah. and, and God's word is telling us that's foolish. You know, you're going to find yourself a clamorous woman or a clamorous man. And, and they're not going to keep their mouth shut. You know, that's not going to be good enough for them. The devil doesn't work like that. And they sit at the door of a house and they sit in high places of the city. Look at me. I can have any guy I want. I can have any girl I want. I can do these things. Folks. Can I tell you, it's adamantly opposed to God's word in the way you should live your life. That just needs to be said. and, yeah. Uh, and you know, Stephanie, that there is a way out. You know, if you've been there, if you've been down that road, uh, you know, at any time you can stop and give that to God. I mean, and, and God, you know, God will hide those sins. And as far as the East is from the West, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior and the Holy spirit of God indwelleth within us, we go to that place, uh, where, where God will hide our sins and allow us to be free from all this craziness and 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 then to you know to get to verse fifteen stephanie to call passengers who go right on their ways whoso is simple let him turn in hither and as for him that wanteth understanding she saith to him stolen waters are sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant but he knoweth not that the dead are there and that her guests are in the depths of hell. So God's words, you know, very clear that people will entice us. Oh, it's a sweet thing. It's like that website I was talking about. And, you know, no one's going to know this is all going to be great. You can get on the road and cheat on your husband or cheat on your wife or or do whatever you want. No one's now you're going into the depths of hell to do those kind of things. Do you realize as a blood bought Christian, we don't do those things.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, We live a different, and and, you know, our life is better than that. Mm
2: -hmm. We we
1: don't need this, this, you know, this, I hate the word. Well, we're just going to discreetly go somewhere. And, And let me tell you, there's, you're just going against God's will. You're going against God's plan for your life. And I mean, yeah. how do we look at this, Stephanie? This is a pretty wicked thing. I mean, how do we, how do we try somehow to put this together in an understanding way that we don't have to live this way?
2: Well, I mean, I think understanding that um, this is very straightforward. Solomon doesn't sugarcoat this at all. And, Understanding that Satan is really good at counterfeiting, and that's what this is. When I look at um, verse 17, um, this woman is looking for another simple person, perhaps another person that's chosen to be a fool, and it's a great counterfeit. Stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. In other words, I feel like we're going back to the Garden of Eden with that verse where Satan said, um, where he questioned who God was, where he questioned God's absolutes with Eve at the Garden of Eden and led her to doubting truth, and then that led to the fall. Um, and that that incredible counterfeit that that plays on temporal, you know, momentary satisfaction, and it, it it's careful to avoid verse 18, and and we live in a day and age where, you know, we see STDs and the effects of living a lifestyle like this, and it literally leads to death. That's not an exaggeration. And so the seriousness of this, and Solomon doesn't sugarcoat anything. He lays this out very plainly to the point that it, it leaves even someone who's seeking to please God almost with a sense of shame of... This is so awful, and it should leave us sober in the sense of realizing that God takes this very seriously, and um, anyone who names the name of Christ or claims to be a Christian, and there are people right now, currently, who will excuse this kind of lifestyle and say that they have the liberty in Christ to do whatever they want to do, will yeah. to tell them that way is going to lead to the depths of hell. Yeah. And that's where the dead that's where the dead live because that is no life. Yeah. It leads to death.
1: Yeah. And, and and there are those who are preaching from, you know, this high pulpit who are involved in this same thing. Well, I'm gonna help these ladies, I'm gonna help these men, and then they're in the midst of doing this. Yeah. There's nothing helpful about this. It's only hurtful. It leads us to the depth of hell. And I, and I, and I think Stephanie, you know, one of the ways, one, I think one of the most important things we can do is help our children to understand this is help the next generation, our Bible students, the people we love that there seems to be a weakening of those principles that are biblical principles. Biblical precepts, the way we should live. And, and there seems to be a weakening of this going on in the world today. And, uh, and, and to me, that's so sad and, and that's so scary. And because God's word is real on this, but let's change it to the positive side. Using your good juju here, the positive side on a partner till death do you part is, man, that's a good life you're not running around in the middle of night on seedy side roads in a bad place. You get to know somebody, you get to love somebody, you get to procreate and uh, God can use you to bring his children into the world. I mean, there's so many positives that come from a godly relationship, um, that, that I think, you know, it's important that we take the last couple minutes to think about that. You know, it's a wonderful thing to grow old with somebody. It's a wonderful thing to, uh, have children it's a wonderful thing uh you know to uh, to go into a marriage uh, and it's just about uh you know your wife and you or your husband and you I mean those are all pretty wonderful things and uh, um, I just think I think society today wants to damage marriage in all facets of it uh, all parts of it I think, you know, society wants to make marriage, you know, marriage isn't really this, it doesn't matter what the Bible said, you know, and do you really need marriage? And I think the answer to that is yes. I think God made marriage. It's not something that Stephanie and I have made, or it's not something that man has made, you know, God instituted uh, marriage and, (laughs) and God instituted a one person physical relationship until death do your part. And then he instituted it again, if you get married again. And so I think, I think the important knowledge that we get from today is this, if we're one of those people that fall into that category of a one person physical relationship of, of doing the things we can do for God, celebrate that. And, and don't be cocky about that or arrogant about that. We're just doing what God tells us to do. And, and, you know, sometimes we can hurt other people with this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, you were saying something. It sounded profound, so I stopped.
2: <laughs> I said, "And we." <laughs> no, I was just going to say, we, "You." I think we fail sometimes to remember that when you follow God's way, um, there's a sense of fulfillment and joy that you will never understand um, if you're living this life. That's that's explained here because God's designed us. Um, even in the realm of, you know, physically, he's designed us that when we follow his way, there's an extra sense of joy and blessing that if you're choosing to live this life, you will never experience. And so why why sell your birthright for a bowl of pottage, if I can put it in those terms? There it is. The scenario? Why sell yourself short when God has so much more to give you if you'll do things this way?
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's the most significant thing right there. Don't, don't take holy and great and trade it in for a night or a lifetime of unhappiness. And I think that's where it's at right there. Hey, folks, it's, it's just great that we get to go through this. And sometimes the subject's kind of hard and pressed. But here's the good news. Like I said before, if we're going down the wrong road, we just take the exit get right with God, repent of those things and move forward. And folks, don't be carrying baggage from old relationships and stuff. Uh, Don't carry that baggage around with you. Give it to God and God will take that away and he'll take what you have and just polish it up and make everything better. If there's anything we can do to help you, make sure you find us at Helpful Wounded spirits. We hope you're having a great day. And uh, again, happy Tuesday to you. We look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Thank you.